0: Welcome to the Diligent Podcast, where we make Bible study come to life. We are diligent in our studies, and I'm your host, Joshua Cantrell. We are back for season two, season two, uh, here on the Diligent Podcast, but also the Scattered Abroad Network. Last year, we just had a, well, the first part of the year, that is. Uh, we had just a fantastic time uh, on this podcast asking and answering the question, how do you handle? And certainly, uh, we hope, trust, and pray that those episodes were beneficial uh, to you and your faith and your walk with Christ. They certainly uh, were beneficial to me, and uh, and we just hope that you not only took advantage of the material on this podcast, but as we always like to say on the entire scattered abroad network so much material so much content available to you in uh, your loved ones your faith your walk with Christ and, and make sure uh, if you have time to go listen to those great hosts great preachers great content and it's all pointing us uh, back to the Father in heaven everything we do is to glorify him and to glorify his church and to make sure the gospel is going forward. So for season two here on the diligent podcast, I want to for this season, season number two, just look at certain certain Bible passages. And I want to just dive into those verses and put those verses in their original context. Now, diligent. Diligent for me, you know, I like to give my, my, my own definition sometimes. The word diligent for me carries the idea of diving deep, getting your hands muddy and sticky and And really shaping what it is you're trying to do at that particular time. And I want to do that with the Word of God because context is everything when we're studying the Bible. Context, 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 context. Tell the people here at home all the time a verse can never mean what it was never intended to mean. Let me say that again a verse can never mean what it was never intended to mean and sometimes we fail to put their verses in their context and so let's say I'm preaching a message let's say the message whatever that message is on that day if I'm trying to use a certain verse in the Bible to prove a point that the author never intended to prove then I'm now adding to the Word of God. I'm now putting what I think should go into the Word of God and so a lot of people in the world today, a lot of religious people in the world today fail to put verses in their context and that's where we get so many different doctrines, so many different denominations in the world today. Here's an example as we get started on on our lesson for today. If you have a copy of God's Word And you look at Acts, the second chapter. Now, of course, many of us know that in Acts, chapter 2 here, Peter is about to preach the first gospel sermon. Peter is about to inaugurate New Testament Christianity. If you remember in Matthew 16, verse number 18, And I also say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it and that is very very important and very very significant uh, to the gospel and what it is we're talking about so in Acts chapter 2 here in Acts the second chapter Peter here is uh, about to preach if you remember in Acts 2 verse 1 down to verse 5 the Bible says and when the day of Pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place that suddenly came a sign from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled of the house where they were all sitting a lot of us are familiar with the Pentecostal religion. Now, what they do is they take Acts 2 in verse number 1, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, and they take a word, and they try to base their theology off of a word. You should never base your theology off of one word. In fact, if you remember, in the original language, there were no chapter breaks. And so the word, and, just really takes us back to chapter 1. I cannot start a doctrine or theology in the middle of a context, in the middle of a sentence. And so one of the things I do when studying a certain section of Scripture is I like to look at the verses before and after the section of scripture I'm reading, because if I am looking at a verse of scripture and I'm trying to explain that verse without considering the context of that verse, every single time I'm going to lift that verse out of its context. The Bible says, not when the religion of Pentecost is fully come. Pentecost is not a religion. Pentecost is a day. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. So it's, it's, it's so important and it's so instrumental for us, those of us who are studying and reading, those of us who are trying to be diligent in our studies, to make sure we understand and to make sure we know and to make sure we pay attention to context. On this season... Oh, wow. I don't know if I can do this. Uh, i probably have to, to ask Michael and Caleb about it. But on this season, I want to give, I don't know, maybe a Bible or something to those who can tell me how many times I say the word context. Because on this season of the Diligent Podcast, we're probably going to say the word context over a thousand times easily. I, I'm sure in this episode already I've said it about 20 times. Because when we're studying the Word of God, When we're trying to preach and to teach and introduce people to the gospel, saving them from their sins, we have to do that in the confines of context. Scripture is, as we like to say, its own best commentary. Very often people come to me, I'm sure people have come to you as well, and they try to prove a point with the word of God by some other writer. Now, don't get me wrong. I read different writers. I entertain and listen to different sources, different whatever it is. But if we just keep the Bible in its proper context, the Bible pretty much defends itself, stand and fall on its own. If you remember in Philippians chapter 1, In Philippians, the first chapter here, Paul here uses a word that I just really, really love. In verse number, uh, Philippians chapter 1 here, in verse number, let me see here. Verse number 12, it says, But I would ye should not understand, brethren, that the things which happens unto me have fallen out for the furtherance of the gospel. So in this context, in this section of scripture here, Uh, Paul, in verse 1 down to verse number 3, he does what he often does, and he thanks the brethren. He uh, encourages them, and then Paul kind of moves on into this idea of, even though I'm in prison, the gospel is still being preached. The gospel is still uh, going forward, and Paul was proud of that. But in verse number 17, Paul says here, but the other of love, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. Now, that word set, uh, excuse me, that word defense there is apologia. And you find that word some 24 times in your uh, New Testament. Now, though we don't have time to go through all of those, the one I really want to consider with you is First Peter 3, verse 15. Well, Peter says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give what, Peter? An apologia, a defense of the hope that is in you with meekness and also fear. And so here, uh, Paul talks about and Peter talks about how uh, we have to defend the gospel, defend the word of God. The word of God, as John says in John 10, the scripture cannot be broken. So the word of God will defend itself if we keep verses in its proper context. Context, context, context. And so when we're considering certain verses in the Bible. And again, this season, uh, we're going to just go through uh, so many different verses in the Bible, putting them in their context, knowing how we can dig deep, dig a little deeper uh, to help us uh, understand those verses a little more. One of the ones I also want to share with you on this episode is James chapter 1. If you remember in James chapter 1, a very, very powerful uh, book there, but in James chapter 1 there, Consider with me what James does in James chapter 1 and verse number 25. James said in James 1 verse 25, But whoso looketh, let's circle that word, looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continue with therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a faithful doer of the word, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. So in James 1 verse 25, again, James says, But whoso looketh, that word looketh there, in the Greek, that word is perikoupto. Now, if you want to have a better understanding of what that word means, all you have to do is run over to John chapter 20, verse number 4 and 5. You see, it is in because the Bible says here in John chapter 20 in verse number 4, beginning verse number 3, Peter therefore went forth out Peter therefore went forth and that other disciple and came to the sepulcher. Verse 4 says so they ran both together, and the other disciple did outran Peter and came first to the sepulchre. And the Bible says, and he what? Stooping down. Same Greek word in James 1 verse 25. And so in John 20 and verse number 4, John says, but whoso, but, but he looketh, or he perikoukdo. The same word is found in James 1 verse 25. So James says, but whoso will look. But whoso will stoop down, but whoso will take a real investigative look into the word of God, he says, this man or that man shall be blessed in his deed. Let me ask you, when you're studying the Bible, are we being diligent? Are we stooping down and allowing the word of God to prick us or to move us to do what God has called us to do? The Bible is such an amazing book. As I like to say, the Bible is the only book that gives us a reason to live. And it's the only book that gives us a hope for dying. We have the victory in Jesus. Because of what he has done for us. I love the Bible. I love the word of God. I love what it means to me, I love how it convicts me, how it challenges me, but also how it motivates me, how it encourages me to be less of myself and more like my God. Being diligent in our studies, and again, this season, this is just the first episode, But this season, the second season, we are going to just look at certain verses in the Bible and put them in their context. And I've come to realize from this study, from preaching the word of God, when we are diligent and when we preach the word of God, when we make application to the word of God, we can certainly make the word of God come to life context plus application equals relevance context 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 thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the diligent podcast where we make bible study come to life we are diligent in our in our studies in our desires to be more like our God